Hello and welcome to Dream Possible, where you hear compelling stories of people who have pursued their dreams against all odds and reason and made them possible. So what can we learn about their journey? Well, that's why we're here to find out. Hello, I'm Maria Retan. I had a dream once to become a news executive in a major market. Check. Then I had a dream to establish my own communications consultancy. Top Sales Strategies was born. Check. Then I had a dream of creating a way to help journalists make a career change, and that became Jump Team or Jump Team Coaching. Dreams can change as you change. So what's your dream? Well, think about that as I speak with today's guest, Tracy Plushcourt of Self Made You, you, the letter U, but it also means you, Y-O-U, and we're going to talk about that in a minute. Tracy and I have known each other for more than 15 years, which is kind of crazy to think about. I've watched her journey from corporate to entrepreneur and its various fantastic forms. And not only has Tracy made her dreams a reality, she She's in the business of helping others do exactly the same thing. And that's why I wanted her to be among my first guests on Dream Possible. Tracy, welcome to Dream Possible. Thank you, Maria. I am elated mm. to be here. Since the invitation, I've just been sitting here anticipating this moment. <laughs> well, I can't believe we have a full 30 minutes so we could just talk about like whatever we want to talk about, you know, uh, there's a lot to catch up on because you're never just sitting still. You're always innovating and, um, you know, we're going to bleed every single second out of this conversation. So I want people but let's start with where you are now, and then we're going to get into the backstory because uh, you have had several iterations of your success story. But let's let's talk about self-made you in simple terms. What is it? All right. Well, in simplest terms, it's a coaching company, and I teach people how to create any result that they want for themselves. So I know that sounds a little cliche but I teach people how to self-coach through utilizing a tool that I call the model. I'm certified through the Life Coach School, and this is the foundational method that we as life coaches, as certified life coaches, that we master. And so I have adopted it as the foundation to everything that I teach. And so I coach on lots of different circumstances. I strategically use those circumstances to teach my clients that skill that they will forever be able to use in any circumstance. I just use their circumstance as kind of a vehicle to, to coach them. So the solution to their problem or their challenge actually becomes kind of a byproduct of what they create for themselves. They learn I'm all about learning. They learn how to become self-made, how to recognize that they have a choice. And when you recognize that you have a choice, that's when you can take responsibility for all of your results. And those results within self-made you, they span from creating purpose-driven businesses to losing weight, to learning how to stop over drinking. So self-made you is pretty comprehensive, um, but that's kind of it in a nutshell. So much to unpack there. So um, you teach people, you coach people on almost how to coach themselves. Are you ever worried that you're going to coach yourself out of a job? <laughs> you know, it's funny that you should say that. Um, I 
you know, I think that thought has crossed my mind once or twice, but as I grow within this role, I recognize the value of always having a coach. I still have a coach and the value that I get from checking in with her is huge because you can be prompted to see things differently and to make, you know, some tweaks here and there, refine the thoughts and the feelings that you're having. So, um, no, I think that, you know, I'm always going to be needed in some capacity. So yeah, but well, I, I had to ask the question. People. Yeah, I had to ask the question because um, I have no doubt that people when they start working with you, as I well know, because in full transparency, I also worked with Tracy to establish uh, jump team coaching, I can I can say that it works. And, um, and there is great value in always having a coach, right? Having someone who's in your corner who can see things that you can't see. So I, I totally get that. And especially you, having you in their corner specifically. Um, so I do want to talk about, because self, self-made self use a, a little bit newer. I know it was born out of another coaching-centric business that you had. And that's actually when you and I worked together, it was She Style and the CEO, um, which you then morphed into self-made you. Um, you know, I, I think it's, as an entrepreneur myself, I think it's a tough decision, right? When do I abandon or change what I've built? And and am I making the right choices? So I'm curious what prompted that, that pivot, slight pivot. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, thank you for mentioning that because it was a bit difficult. I was so in love and so connected with what she style and being a CEO stands for. Um, she style, it, its purpose was to help women create purpose-driven businesses. I feel strongly that women can use their feminine strength, their feminine power that is soft, that's open, that's values driven to create amazing yet profitable businesses. And it is not necessary to use that masculine force that we are often so taught to like kind of plow through and check all the boxes. Feminine power is soft. And soft things don't break. And that creates sustainability. I've always loved that word, sustainable. And I love helping women embrace that through their God-given gifts. So why did I pivot? Why did I make that difficult decision? Well, my clients were wise. And thankfully, I listened. Several (laughs) clients I had coached in the past, they came back to me. And they wanted more of a personal type coaching relationship. They wanted to overcome other obstacles. And to be quite honest, I didn't feel very equipped to help them with that. I was practicing with some of the exercises that I had learned through my own life coach. And I quickly realized that there was a calling and I needed to expand. So I pursued a certification in life and weight loss coaching through the Life Coach School. And it was what, with no doubt, it was the springboard into a mind-blowing business that feels even more abundant, more purposeful than the first, which is crazy, absolutely Mm -hmm. crazy to me. Mm -hmm. So you really took the foundation of what you had built and you added to it, it sounds like, right? I mean, it, you added it to make it more expansive and, and potentially more applicable to more people and, and uh, 
more intimate in that you're affecting different aspects of that that woman, right? right. That client, not just the business side of things. Right. So, yeah. yeah, it's definitely more comprehensive. Um, I will say that, you know, it it um, it's less targeted and that's kind of ironic because a lot of the women that I coach on creating purpose-driven businesses, you know, I am very clear on the importance of niching down, really getting to that target audience. And ironically, I went bigger. And so <laughs> I now touch pretty much every person from every walk of life. And I teach a much broader skill set that can be utilized in every aspect of your life. So yeah, it's, uh, it is kind of ironic that it opened up versus kind of niching down. And it's working, right? I'm seeing the success stories that you are sharing with your social media followers, and it, it looks really dynamic. You have to be feeling very, very good about the impact that you're making. Yeah, I do. Um, I, like I said, these people are learning how to create any result for themselves. So I do get people through the door of weight loss and women through the door of wanting and men through wanting to stop over drinking and the success stories are abundant. And that actually wasn't always my thing to just be out in the front with the success stories. But, you know, when you're, when you are pivoting, when you're changing brands, it's very important that, you know, you heighten the awareness that you're there. You know, I have something pretty profound to offer. And so it's important. And so there is a, there is a little bit more um, attention, I think, being put on, on the actual results. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, the results are really dramatic, especially when we're talking about weight loss, right? You can Mm -hmm. see the before and after and it's so simple. It's a simple get, you know, except, you know, when you're talking about a before and after maybe starting the company, not as easy a get, right? It's not so visual, Uh, but the weight loss piece is just so quick and dramatic. So um, yeah, yeah, I I applaud you on sharing that because it gives us all hope. Right. Well, when you come yeah. out of the media, you know, branding, PR and advertising world, yes. <laughs> it should be kind of a no brainer on how you brand a, a, a yeah. portion of your business that's surrounded on weight loss. Yeah, it should be right. Not everybody, though, connects those dots crazy as it as it may be. Um, and before we talk about your previous life in advertising and branding, I, I do want to mention that you know, you had, you were running a couple of different, very successful businesses. So, you know, Tracy is, I'm going to use the word serial entrepreneur. I guess that would be right. Uh, that would be correct uh, to describe you that way. Um, and you had built up a particular styling business that um, was, I mean, I know you enjoyed and it was fulfilling and you had enthusiastic clients, but you ultimately had to walk away from that. How did you manage to make that decision to sunset a thriving business like that? Yeah, well, it it came into my life as I was making the decision to leave my corporate world. And I thought this, you know, might be a really good option for me as I would not consider myself a fashionista. <laughs> I am a very simple woman. I, um, I definitely do not consider style as one of my strong suits, but I will say the challenge of being a stylist really intrigued me. Um, The company, their mission 
intrigued me. I love their business model of giving back. And so I, I dipped my toe in thinking that it might be a nice bridge, a nice segue, a nice way to make an income while I start my newest endeavor. And so fast forward seven years later, <laughs> and I find myself really trying to juggle two two reasonably sized businesses. And I made the decision um, a few months back that it was time I wasn't able to service, you know, either business um, to the best of my ability. So I had a um, an opportunity to really develop some strong relationships through that company. And it has served me really well in my coaching business. I have learned a lot. I've been able to translate those relationships um, and and take some key takeaways out of that and, and really place them into the coaching business, which by the way, has a very strong female, you know, presence. So um, it served me well, not unlike every other opportunity, you know, that I've had, I figured out how to make it really, you know, when you make a decision about where you're going to spend your time and what you're going to invest your energy in those decisions, if they're value driven decisions, they'll always serve you. So yeah, another great experience that, that ultimately served me well. Well, and I, I think that for listeners today, it's that just because you step away from something that's successful, it's still successful, right? You're making a conscious decision because priorities change. Other things become more important for whatever reason. And you can take all the great learning from that success and reapply it because things always transition, right? Every, you know, successes, and I don't like to call them failures because I don't necessarily believe that failures are failures. I think they're learning opportunities and you take so much wisdom out of areas where you haven't been as successful than even those that you do. So I like to say that um, every one of those experiences allows you to build your next great thing, right? Right, right. absolutely. Yeah, we're gonna take a moment, take a break. Um, You've gotta get those commercials in. And when we get back uh, to Dream Possible, we're going to get in the time machine with Tracy and go go in the way back machine, I like to say. So stick around more with Tracy Plushcourt when we return in a moment. Ready to do a podcast for your business? Make that podcast elevate to enterprise level. Let WebmasterRadio.fm expedite and execute your podcast to build your brand and broaden your customer base. WebmasterRadio.fm has worked with the world's biggest tech brands, Google, Yahoo, and Bing, and have worked with fast-growing brands like ShipStation and GoDaddy. Now it's your turn. Contact brasco at wmr.fm and rush your enterprise-level podcast into production at a very reasonable rate. Email brasco at wmr.fm. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. 
Learn more on WPEngine.com. Welcome back to Dream Possible. I'm chatting today with a dear friend and very successful entrepreneur, Tracy Plushcourt of Self Made You. And we're talking about Tracy's journey um, to where she is today and some of the choices that she's had to make um, to achieve her dreams. And I would imagine, um, you know, each dream has changed as you've you've met and exceeded those dreams and then you've created a new dream that created a new dream and it's all built into today self-made you where Tracy really helps uh, lots of people men and women um, are around a myriad of topics um, and coaches them through that um, so that they can self-optimize in whatever they're hoping to achieve those dreams they're hoping to achieve. So Tracy and I at the top of the, the show, I talked about how we've known each other for 15 years and we met um, at an ad agency here, um, ad and PR agency. And um, Tracy had, oh gosh, how long Tracy had you been there? I was there for 15 years. Yeah, wow. So you were there five, well, yeah, you were there a few years before I got there then. And um, our paths crossed there and we ended up collaborating on a variety of things while I was there. And, um, you know, that job was so different than what you do today. It's hard to even imagine you doing that job, <laughs> right? I mean, um, talk about what you did and what led you to make that leap. Because I think leaping out of some place where you'd been for 15 years is such a brave thing to do. And um, it, it absolutely informed your next dream. So talk about how you made that, that decision. Because a lot of people could have just stayed, right? Stayed and been successful and retired there. Right. Yeah. So, um, so you want me to talk about what led me to leave or what? Yeah, I want you to talk about what you did. And okay. then what, what was the point where you were like, this is no longer working for me. I have another dream in me. Yeah. And then how did you decide to make that step? Well, landing the job at the agency, there was definitely a higher power involved because I didn't go to school to pursue marketing or advertising. I will say I loved that role with every fiber of my being. I loved being surrounded by creative people in a creative and sexy, exciting space. I personally was responsible responsible for cultivating the culture, which sounds big. And it it was, you know, a big role um, for somebody that didn't go to school to do that. Um, I actually went to school to be a psychology. I wanted to practice psychology in some capacity. I found myself in the advertising agency and I did a lot of mentoring. I listened to, you know, how can we retain the best and the brightest and it had a lot to do with the environment, with the culture. And so I was given this opportunity to really create a culture and um, form it and mold it over the course of almost 15 years. So yeah, I, after about 15 years, when I took a step back, I really looked at, you know, what I wanted and maybe what I was missing out on. Because when you achieve those big personal goals, like I did in that particular position, there was a lot of really big 
things that I had achieved that I was very proud of, you either sit back on your heels and and write it out or you say, what's next? And I had yet again, a bigger voice saying, go home, spend time with your kids before, you know, they leave the nest and take that time to decide what's next. So my exit was long. (laughs) I think I resigned in February. I officially moved home to work remotely on the first day of like the summer break for my, for my kids. And I didn't officially end my employment until the end of that year. So I think I might've had the longest notice in history, (laughs) but emotionally and financially it served me well because that bigger voice that told me to leave kind of neglected to mention the financial sacrifices that have to be made when you walk away from an income like that. So yeah, it wasn't the easiest decision in the world, but it was definitely the right decision. You talked earlier about stepping into that styling business to be that bridge as you decided really what was next. Um, so clearly that that helped, right? You had a little bit of a relief there because you were building that business, but that couldn't really distract you from the prize, right? The, the next step. So how did you make that first dream, that first business a reality? What steps did you take? You know, um, it was really listening to what the market was saying. I knew that starting a purpose-driven business, I knew that I wanted to use kind of those mentoring skills um, in some capacity. So it was probably going to be a coaching business or a consultancy in some in some respect. I saw how difficult that was. There really wasn't a roadmap out there. And I would network with women who would sit and nod their head and say, yeah, I can relate to that feeling of wanting to do something more, but how, how do you do that? And it became abundantly clear to me that there was a calling to create that roadmap. And so that's how it started. And, you know, it, it seemed like an impossible goal at first, but I think every impossible goal, you know, there is no roadmap you just do it and you know how to do it once you've done it. And so it's just a practice of, like you said earlier, trial and error and learning from the, you know, the attempts that might not have gotten you to the goal, but you do start to make some really quantum leaps when you take account for what you can take away, the learnings out of that, your, your roadmap becomes very clear. And I felt called to share that with other women. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned before that you also worked with a coach. So there was a little bit of a, a wise person, right, that you could tap into to help. Yeah. You weren't out there on the raft in the middle of the great ocean all by yourself. You had an oar, right? You had yeah. an oar there. Yeah, yep. Ex- exactly. I think, um, you know, y- you have to have an awareness of you know, what it is that you're capable of, where you need, you know, where your shortcomings are. Um, Once you have that awareness, then you can fill in the gaps. So I, thankfully I have that kind of innately in me, but yeah, there's, uh, there's no shame (laughs) in asking for help and finding the support. And so that I did. 
Yeah, well, absolutely. And in fact, that would I would say that's fundamental to your business because you are the help, you are the support that you are lending to others who are very desperately in need of you. Um, so ultimately, you're in the dream achieving business, I like to say. Um, what is, do you think, the, the fundamentals that help your clients make their dreams a reality? What has to be true for them to make success an opportunity? You know, I think they really have to understand that they, they have choices. Um, when you don't recognize that you have a choice in how you think and feel, you just kind of run your life on default. And you might carry around a lot of you know, negative emotions that have you showing up in negative ways and therefore creating experiences for yourself or your life that, you know, that your experiences create your life, your experiences create your business, and those might not be serving you. So like I said, it's first and foremost, having an awareness. And so that's where we start is, you know, where are you at right now? What are you thinking? What are you feeling? How are you showing up? So yeah, that's, that's really where we start. And then how do you lead them to articulate their dream? Because I think so oftentimes there's that needling. You've mentioned that before. That's that voice that's saying there's something more, there's something more, but maybe they don't know what it is. So how, what's the steps in that direction? Yeah. So I think the first step is to educate people on why they aren't where they think they need to be. You know, um, I don't think that we were taught that skill. You know, our conventional schools, our culture encourages us to win and never to fail. It encourages us to hide our emotions, to push through. And that really doesn't work long-term. We, but with that being said, we don't know any better. So I teach people of all ages, <laughs> of all genders, of all socioeconomic statuses to recognize that they only do or don't do something because of how they feel. Our brains were created to keep us safe, to seek pleasure, avoid pain, be efficient. It's how we were made. So, you know, for example, your dad says, bring home A's or else, and we're gonna avoid pain and we're gonna seek his approval by bringing home all A's. But the paradigm shift is that there's a missed opportunity to learn and create something more, something different than what we've always created. So I teach people how. My clients are overcoming obstacles that they never thought possible. They're creating businesses that are blowing minds because they gain that awareness of why they haven't been able to do it before now. And then they educate themselves on how to be intentional with their thoughts and their feelings and how to show up in a way that is no matter what. That's the game changer. Mm -hmm. So totally a mind shift, right? Absolutely. Different mind. You got to do a total mind shift. Well, yep. and I think, um, you know, people listening today are probably eager to connect with you. So I want to make sure they find you. Where is the best place for people to contact you, Tracy? Yeah. So I would um, check out my website. It's www.self-made, the letter U.com. 
I also have a private Facebook group called the Student Union. Um, and everybody is welcome to join there. I offer crash courses quite often, almost every eight weeks on different topics that uh, a lot of people are looking to dive into, and those are all free. So yeah, that's my way to give back. And that, that group is growing by leaps and bounds. So I love it. Well, we didn't even get to your next dream because I'm sure you're already dreaming it, but that's for another time. Well, yeah. you'll be back. You'll be back and we'll talk about the next thing that you have developed very successfully. I'm just so excited you could be here today and share your story. I think there's so many learnings out of that and it's very, very inspiring. So congratulations. I hope 2021 is a fabulous year and I look forward to seeing how Self Made You continues to grow and change um, as your dream grows and change, Tracy. Thanks, Maria good to have you. Okay. And thanks to my producer, George. And you know what, we're going to have another one of these shows coming your way too. So thank you for joining me for this one and the next one. And until then, continue pursuing your dream. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.